welcome to the History Hotline, the hottest line for all things Black history and beyond. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 51 of the History Hotline. My name is Deanna Lynn Cook and if this is the first time you joining us on the History Hotline then welcome. If you've come back from past episodes then thank you so much. I hope you will enjoy this one as much as you've enjoyed others. Now today I am joined by a very special guest. I'm so excited for this episode because it's the start of I think a beautiful partnership that I've been really excited to announce for a long time between myself um, and the History Hotline of course um, and Kaylee Oliver who is my guest today. I am very very excited to have on the podcast honestly so excited. Thank you Deanna, thank you so much for having me. No, thank you. Honestly, it's literally a pleasure. Now, Kaylee, um, I'm going to read her bio out and kind of tell you a little bit more about her. And you obviously will speak shortly and you can find out more about Kaylee. But just to let you know, Kaylee's from um, an app called FOBS, which stands for Figures of Black British Society. And you might be thinking, oh, OK, yep. Now this is making sense. Um, and when I say Kaylee's from the app, obviously she's not like from the app. She actually created this app um, and it's in the process of being created right now. And the History Hotline um, and well, me, because <laughs> I am the History Hotline, uh, we're working together to kind of create content um, for this app um, and for, you know, the purposes and the kind of plans that Kaylee has for it. Um, and I just think it's so fascinating and like amazing because you know, having the spheres of tech and like history coming together to kind of do this for me is phenomenal. Um, and I'm so thankful that you reached out, Kaylee, um, in order to do this. Now, before we come to you, I'm going to read out a bit about you, Kaylee. Just tell the viewers, listeners, um, a little bit about your background and kind of how you stumbled into the world of apps that celebrate black British figures. Kaylee Oliver is a mom of two, small business owner and development professional with over 14 years experience in development and testing roles within award-winning tech companies. She currently works as a quality assurance and release manager for a virtual reality company. Day to day, she manages a team of QA engineers, which she has hired, continues to mentor and train. In the last two years, she's been featured in both Forbes and the Financial Times achieved an AWS Cloud Practitioner Certificate whilst on maternity leave and was a finalist for the UK Black Tech Achievement Social Good Award and was recently named one of the most 50 most inspiring women in tech in the UK, which is just fantastic. Kaylee's also the founder and developer of the app company Junction 5 Studios. Junction 5 creates its own IP and also helps entrepreneurs and small businesses to build deeper relationships and connect more and grow their communities using apps. Because of her first-hand experience at being a minority in the tech space, Kaylee is passionate about helping and encouraging women and other black people into the tech industry. She started this by sharing on her own website, guest posting and speaking at events. She intends to use Junction 5 to help further this cause. And with her latest project, Figures of Black British Society, which is FOBS and what we're here to speak about today. Honestly, it's a pleasure to have you here. You have achieved so much in the tech space. And, you know, I think you're definitely the first tech, I'm going to call you a techie person on this podcast. But 
I think by the time we're through with this episode, the listeners will understand why it was so important to have you here today and listen to what you have to say around tech and history and how we can merge these two spaces. So I thought we'd start with a little quick fire question round. Um, I subject all my guests to this, so I'm sorry. Um, I've only got four questions for you. Um, But my first question is just to develop a little bit on your bio and what I've explained about you in your own words. What do you currently do? Well, so um, I currently work as a, say, as a QM release manager for a virtual reality company. That's my do my day job. But in the evening, (laughs) after putting the kids to sleep, I uh, work on my apps for Junction Bus Studio. So I will be creating the FOBS app. And at the moment, it's just building out all of the architecture and trying to populate a few of the the content really um so i'm learning a lot about history and historical figures that just we weren't exposed to um as children really and like just just anywhere but yeah that's what i'm doing sort of and building up a team um to sort of help build out this really big project that sort of started as a small idea last year when i was uh, on maternity leave in lockdown and i was thinking what can I do as my next project for Junction 5 but also that can help my children sort of realize where they've come from and sort of look at their heritage and sort of inspire them and I realized that there was nothing still in the education system that sort of filled that gap. There are a few things and I've obviously Wales have um, said that they're going to introduce a more sort of um, minority uh, educational subjects into their curriculum but obviously Scotland and England are behind um, and they're and poor teachers I mean they're trying to fill the gap but they haven't got the time to do it so I thought this would be a great way to selfishly give my children something but also gives back something to um all Britons really to sort of fill their educational gap about black British historical figures because there is hardly any any information about like British figures as opposed to American ones and yeah just um give teachers a break and just help in hand with that a supplementary resource um, that would be easy for them to use and just like slot into their lesson plans. Absolutely. Honestly, it will be a fantastic tool utilised by many, I'm sure. And why do you love history then? Why why history? Um, so I'm going to be slightly controversial and say um, I, I never really liked history. Um, I dropped history as fast as I could in year nine, um, mainly because... And this is this is not because I didn't like reading because I lived at the library when I was little. Like I actually, yeah, just went through all of the sections, uh, but I just didn't see myself really in the history that we were learning. Uh, we learned about the Tudors, we learned about the Stuarts, we learned about Caecilius, and like in like Latin and stuff. And none of those people looked like me. And then when we did learn about black history, it was slavery and it's just nothing that sort of grabbed me like what I wanted to read more about and it's I feel like if I was exposed to positive and well just not even positive but just more black British history and stuff that would inspire me and things that people that I would see and think right they look like me they're actually doing things I would have actually been more engrossed and um, eager to learn about history but as I say as I'm learning more and digging deeper because of this app and research and everything I am learning about more figures and I'm just like wow they they were in hard times and look what they achieved and struggled with and I don't know how I could have done that but and I'm feeling 
more yeah more I'm impacted more by what I read now and I just feel like I just missed out on that when I was little unfortunately so yeah that's what I want this to do absolutely no that makes complete sense and I think it's a something that generations of students black not just black students have said you know as adults now as even older people um down to kind of my generation and even lower because it's kind of only more recently that some teachers are starting to pull these things into the curriculum and you know thank thankfully um hopefully we won't see another generation of students kind of going through this but you know without any government change as you've mentioned like how, how can we kind of hope for this but let's ask you about so you've been doing all this research for your app um do you now have a favorite historical time period when I look back on it I think I like uh thinking about Egypt um because they're more like they're more like non-white people in there as so you could sort of think of the see yourself in them and like I think I had like a little gold like is it Nefertiti like necklace when I was little like the one that everyone has and I always looked at that thinking oh she looks lovely like she looks like me so I think that's what sort of made me gravitate towards that short sort of period but other than that no not yet but I am sure I'll be able to come back on and talk to you about a favorite period soon definitely um and of all the figures then so far of of the FOBS app um just it's hard to be honest but I think just there was a lot there's as I said there was just a lot of struggles and challenges that black individuals have faced through history where they were well, obviously they're the only one because there's quite a lot of onies, onlyness now, but they were really alone and there wasn't any, there was a lot of, of overt racism and like negativity towards them. And I feel like every individual that I've read has that struggle, but they've still sort of achieved a lot um, and they're all inspiring. Yeah, definitely. I think that's the, it's a great thing about black British history, but then the sad thing because we don't know it. Um, yeah but yeah it is I think Brit- black people migrating to Britain it did carry so much racial tension and problems that it has led to you know a lot of these histories being of struggle and strife and I think when you think about say the Egyptians there's a lot less of that you know it's a prosperous you think about the wealth the opulence the gold the jewels whereas mm-hmm. when we think about Caribbean people in Britain in the 40s and 50s it's just completely you know different worlds um so yeah well we need to definitely I think something I'm quite passionate about now and hopefully I can do some more of is looking at more happy histories and positive stories because you know there's a lot of racism and it really does weigh you down at times um but I thought I'd talk to you about this kind of idea of merging black history and tech um, and you've spoken about, you know, why you decided to create this app kind of for your children. And, you know, you said it selfishly, but, you know, if it's for your children, it'll be for everyone's children, too, once it's, you know, made available. And was it just the fact that you hadn't been able to have this history and this education yourself and you could kind of didn't want to see your children go through the same thing that inspired you to do this? Or, you know, were there other, other factors? Did, I don't know, 2020 BLM and all that kind of stuff impact you at all or had you already started by then it's actually really um really coincidental because I came up with the idea around April 2020 and then I um sent around a questionnaire to like my small network to find out well it's just a validator to see like if this is just me and so I found quite quickly that there was a knowledge gap really still in the education system because my my friend's got like a nine-year-old and apparently 
he's still learning little bits but not a great amount um and then obviously surveying the people that are sort of up to my age finding that they they don't remember much about the black british black history and usually it's american history that they learn um so yeah so great validate the idea in about april and then george floyd's murder happened and then black lives matter um protests and everything since like may onwards um and i found that so i was i was continuing to do this and then i found that more interviews were um being conducted with celebrities and just like people in news and everyone was actually saying that why don't we get taught about black british history like where is it why are we still not learning about it so it was as i say really sort of well timed that this was this was happening really awful awful thing that happens but it woke up society especially Britons to think right why haven't we got this history and the fact that we didn't have it it maybe it could have made a positive impact on how black Britons are being treated and just sharing the culture really so yeah that's why um, I did it really no that makes sense and I think it for me seeing you know during that time as well people that had ideas about anything to do with black history or race or anti-racism and like social justice that was kind of like a like a push to say you know what this is it you know this is the momentum people are more kind of awake to these kinds of conversations and people are having them so get into it yeah I definitely think that yeah as you say last year was a push and everyone was um more willing and open to talk about um the racial issues that exist everywhere and I think the world's a bit more aware that it's not just racial issues that are in America that like black Britons have very real problems as well um and yeah I think that although it does seem to be dying down a lot now I mean we're like over a year after it and whilst it's it's October Black History Month now so like a lot of companies to sort of still sort of clawing at it but after like from November till next year like will there be anything and I feel like some of the companies might just be grasping, like jumping onto a bandwagon. But, you know, I mean, the people within those companies now are, as you say, more awake and aware of it. So it's up to everyone to sort of keep driving that change and making the conversation. So hopefully it will sort of start a movement and start change and push us into the right direction. Yes, definitely. I think so too. And I think even this Black History Month have been a bit quieter than last year's um Mm. maybe just in these spaces but already momentum seems to be kind of dying but I think a good thing that I've seen is that people have taken this momentum into their kind of workspaces or their own private worlds and they're attacking from inside their kind of institutions or corporations so I guess we might not see the big performative stuff which I guess isn't a problem but hopefully that means people are within their institutions kind of borrowing away at the at the kind of systemic failures there um yeah. but you know building an app to me that's a foreign world I don't even know where you even start like what do you even do how did you kind of select and put together a team essentially or a group of people to be able to do this or are you a one woman band (laughs) um so no I I do have a team of people working with me but I do develop the app by myself and the team sort of found me really um as I say I was 
uh, trying to validate the idea and I was reaching out to a load of people on LinkedIn late last year um, in different industries just to find out who wanted it really and um, a number of people started saying oh yeah I'd like to be on the team didn't have a team at the time so I was like yeah that I mean that'd be great so I started to have to sit down and actually think like what would this look like and how could I grow it um, so I sort of formed a core team initially. Um, um, so it was like two or three people. And then as we've sort of grown, I've uh, gotten contacted by a couple of organizations saying that we've got like volunteers that want to uh, help out. At, so not for profit, um, no, not for profit or like social good projects. And because I fit into that, applied for them. And a lot of people sort of gave their time really, really willingly um, because they obviously on the back of what happened last year they're aware of it as well and they're just willing to just help out and make the change um so we've had like a website designer graphic designer social media um manager come in and um then just random people helping out in small ways um a number of teachers as well have sort of given their time and other like historical experts as I say have said that they'd sort of be willing to help out um and yeah, it's been really, really good to not have to do it all by myself because like creating the app is, uh, it's not, I'm saying it's not difficult. It's not technically difficult, uh, the architecture behind it. Like it's not, it's not anything like the company's tech that I work with day to day. Um, but it is something that's more complex than what I'm us- usually making. And because I'm conscious that it's going to be used by like schools and like children I have to put in more effort into that um so having all these people around me supporting is really really handy because now I can just focus on making like a really robust and good product absolutely yeah that makes complete sense it it takes a village I think of all projects (laughs) um have you faced any challenges so far or has it been fairly smooth yeah no there's definitely always challenges um initially I would say that the biggest the biggest challenge because I'm not I'm kind of new to like business and uh, say working with a team so um, trying to organize everyone was quite difficult because um, everyone's volunteering their time even like I'm doing everything voluntarily so it's, it's a kind of a sort of a give and a take about what you can ask from people and just what to expect so learning more about project management and like people skills really and just yeah communication so that's obviously really uh key the other thing is funding um i spent a lot of time uh from about like january to about may i think it's, i mean that's not a lot doesn't sound like a lot of time but funding applications take a lot out, out of you and they go in deep with detail um and some of them you can't even copy and paste and it, it's a lot and after doing four five seven i can't remember how many i, I did i realized that I wasn't going to actually get anywhere with the funding applications. And whilst I was saying to people, oh yeah, it's going to be out in Q4 this year. I wasn't actually building it. So I thought, well, you know what, let me just stop, stop trying to get this money and I can build it myself. Let me just build it. And then I'll have something to show people. And then we can deal with funding later on, really. Let me just go back to what I was going to do initially. Yeah, so yeah. Absolutely. That makes yeah complete sense. Definitely. Um, and so the app is FOBS, uh, figures of Black British history, sorry, Black British society. Um, and how, how in your ideal kind of way um, would you like it to be used? 
I'd love it to be used as a supplementary resource for, for teachers, um, but also for students. So what we've got at the moment is like a search feature. So you've got like a list of the historical figures and then you'll be able to search by name, by um, the categories, like the area of specialism. And then we're going to utilize teachers to help us tag up and like write keywords for those figures. So if they were teaching about the Tudor period, we could tag up those those figures with Tudors. So uh, students or the teachers would be able to type in Tudors and then it will return all of those people. So it'd be easier for them to pick up this and to slot them into their um, lesson plans. Same thing with um, students. So they would we'll probably tag them up with probably um, in ways that they will be certain and keywords that they will be searching for or just um, relate it to their interests. I really want to make it um, linked to the user as well. So we're going to input or we're going to sort of like find out what they're interested in. So mainly sort of tag to their subjects and then it would sort of spit out the um, figures that they are sort of more related to. So they'll be more inclined to learn about it. So not forcing them to learn, but if you see someone that you're in like in an area that you want to go into, then you'd be like, oh, let me just read about this person. And I think that will be key to helping to inspire them into those roles and to those sort of fields, um, because it's hard enough trying to find that information. So I thought if you just give it to them, then it would be a lot easier for them to sort of learn about them and be inspired as well. Um, so yeah, some supplementary educational resource and sort of uh, recreational as well. Absolutely. So we're kind of like, tying together and marrying the ideas of like yeah being educated but also being inspired um yes that's why we've called for you know all these figures to be spoken about and taught because they are so inspiring not just to black children but to all children because you know on top of everything else in for the most part they've also had to overcome racial issues um and that kind of adversity in some cases has you know spurred them on to greatness so definitely feels like this is so so necessary in terms of fobs you've said you've given it rest with funded applications but you're kind of blowing through what's next are you how how far are you with it all and I guess if there's a teacher here listening now that's like oh I want to get involved or I want to sign up my school how can they do that okay so it's very close to being done. Um, I did, there was a, a few um, issues that have sort of delayed me, but um, the app, I mean, at the moment, the app can be used. We're sort of tying in a bit of the terms um, to make sure that it's appropriate for the children to use um, because we are we are sort of catering for um, children from the ages of five to 16. The content should be age agnostic, so and also applicable for those different ages. So we need to make sure that it's it's all like legal. But teachers can uh, sign up straight away to um, the beta of the app at the website. So that's fob, so F-O-B-B-S dot U-K. Um, and then if you go to the bottom, you sign up to the mailing list and that will sign you up to um, the mailing list, which will be talking to you about the beta trial when it's, when it's going to be coming out. But I'm thinking in the next month because I am so picky with how it looks and everything it probably will be done by then and then we'll be reaching out to schools to make sure that we can um, properly go through the proper steps um, and then start using it really and for anybody that wanted to help out or I don't know if there's someone here with some crazy expertise um, what would your um, I don't know capacity be for them or is there anything they I am happy to have all the help anyone can give me really um yeah, so if you are like looking to sort of add to the project, um, as I say, just 
send me an email probably um hello at fobs.uk uh, and then um we can arrange a chat really just see if yeah how you can help absolutely sounds good um and then where can we find fobs online social media or yourself um to kind of i guess follow the progress and you know be ready when it does drop yeah sure so i mean as i said if you go to the website so fobs.uk uh, that will just give you that's like our main landing page at the moment gives you an overview of what we're um what we're going to try and build and sign up to the mailing list there we're also on instagram um and sharing like bits of information there um just to give you sort of like teasers to what will be in the app um what's on linkedin and we give like weekly quizzes to like just give you a brief bit of information about figures um black figures both current day and um, historical ones um and i'm on linkedin as well that's probably the best way to contact me and yeah as i say i'm more than happy to answer any questions or um any queries about um anything about fobs really if you've got any recommendations as well, specific historical figures you want featured um, or time periods that, that might be useful um, to research, I'm more than happy to look into those. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Kaylee. That has been like a whistle-stop tour throughout FUBS and everything that it's kind of aiming to do um, is perfectly in line with, I think, a lot of the listeners that we have here and what they would like to see for their children or, you know, for their past self when they were in school. Um, I think the app was going to be brilliant. There's no, you know, no other way. Um, and I hope that, you know, if you're listening now to this podcast, um, sign up if you're a teacher and that, that's how that's going to work for you or on social media to follow the journey and just to support this because, you know, if this support doesn't come from us who are attuned to these histories and the kind of dearth of them in, in society and in the mainstream, if we don't support, then who is going to? And if we don't support and show others that this support is necessary because these apps are needed, um, you know, then who will? So, so please, if you can and you're listening, please do reach out, support. Words of encouragement are always wonderful as well. You know, you can never know how far they will go sometimes. So please do support that um, if you are listening. Um, but Kaylee, thank you so much for explaining everything about FOBS. Um, hopefully you'll be back soon with a favourite historical figure and um, definitely a completed app that we can all start using and, and kind of learning even more about history. Because honestly, I think I do everything on my phone and to have history at the like touch of your fingertip, you know, it would be fantastic. Definitely, especially for the younger generation who definitely live on them. Phone. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thank you so much, Kaylee. Um, thank you so much, everyone, for listening. <laughs> Goodbye from both of us. Bye. Thank you for listening to the History Hotline. If you've enjoyed this episode, please tell a friend to tell a friend. To continue the conversation about Black history, head over to our social media platforms at the History Hotline on Instagram and at the History HL on Twitter.